The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details. Hi there, I'm Matt Budd for Fresh FM. Here's former Nelsonian Lorraine McIntosh with a report from Valencia, Spain. Hello, this is Lorraine McIntosh reporting from Spain for the week. So Italy has decided to go right, and as the polls predicted, Giorgia Maloney's extreme right group gained most votes. So she will be the first woman leader for Italy. But it's anyone's guess about which way things will go there now that the right-wing coalition will form a government. But this week, I want to step back a few centuries into Spain's past. I call it intellectual tourism, having been on a weeks-long course in Toledo back a few years ago about Visigoths, Sephardic Jews, Moors and the Iberian Peninsula. But this last week it was off to Al Escorial, about 30 kilometres past Madrid, to learn about the black legend of the Spanish Inquisition. Al Escorial, having a fantastic, imposing royal palace and monastery built by King Felipe II, which was finished in 1584. The lectures took place in the monastery part, which is not normally open to the public, which was really special. The various panels of speakers were top Spanish historians who were, have researched the Spanish Inquisition, with an English and Mexican researcher thrown in as well. But first, why is it a black legend? Well, there were papal inquisitions throughout Europe all through medieval times. Only the Spanish Castile Kingdom, the UK and a Nordic Kingdom resisted having these first ones. Then under the Catholic monarchs, a specifically Spanish one was set up in 1478. This inquisition only executed between 3,000 to 5,000 people over three and a half centuries, which included all of the Spanish territories like the Americas. Compare this to the French or German, not to mention the UK, around this time due to religious differences. Numbers killed were over 10 times higher, like 25,000 to 50,000. Other misinformation is those tried weren't Jews, as they weren't Christians and couldn't be tried under Inquisition rules. The target was Christians who committed heresy, and the Jews who had converted to Christianity or conversos ended up as the main victims. Evidence obtained under juries, read torture, wasn't permitted to be used, so I presume it was used more indirectly. And contrary to popular images, only three torture methods were permitted in the Inquisition. It was water into the mouth poured through a cloth, or hands tied behind the back and hung from a rope, or ankles and wrists tied down and stretched, 
all horrible, but a fraction of the propaganda images created against Spain that mostly came from Protestant sources, presumably reacting to Spain's worldly supremacy at the time. The figures and documents about the Inquisition in Spain are extensive, as even back then Spain was excessively bureaucratic, and detailed reports of all those tried are still available. Only 2.7% of those tried were executed, and this was often done by public shaming by burning an effigy, apparently burning real people was found to be too gruesome. Many of the effigy people had also previously escaped or died elsewhere. The exaggeration persisting today in the global idea of the Spanish period gives us the black legend label. So with eyes opened a bit, it's goodbye from Lorraine in Spain for the week. Reporting from Valencia, Spain, former Nelsonian Lorraine McIntosh. Today's technology allows us to keep in touch with locals who live abroad. If you're heading overseas and would like to report back to Fresh FM listeners, ring the studio nearest you or contact Fresh FM through the website freshfm.net. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz.